Shalom Aleichem, everyone. Hope everyone is doing incredible. Hope everyone had an amazing week and hope everyone is very much looking forward to Shabbos Kodesh. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Todos. In this week's Parsha, we see that Rivka becomes pregnant with Yaakov and Esav. And the Pasuk describes the pregnancy of Yisrotetzu HaBanim Bikirba, that the, the, the two Banim in her stomach, Yaakov and Esav, in her womb, are fighting. Comments Rashi, Rashi comments a number of pshatim, what's going on here, what are they fighting about? And the last pshat that he gives is that they're fighting about Olam Haza and Olam Haba. Who's going to get Olam Haza, who's going to get Olam Haba? And the Medrash brings down, Tan Dvei brings down that Yaakov takes Olam Haba and Esav takes Olam Haza. But Rabbi Reb Sandler says, what's the pshat here, what's going on here, who's taking what? Reb Sandler continues in the Medrash and he explains that when they get out, they get out of the womb, Esav says to Yaakov, what are you doing here when Olam Haza? I thought you took Olam Haba. So Reb Sandler explains the pshat of what Yaakov is going to answer. He says, Olam Haba is earned by being in Olam Haza. You get Olam Haba through working in Olam Haza. Olam Haza is not a, la- is not a last resort. It's in order to get to Olam Haba. That's what Yaakov's whole vort was to Esav. Esav didn't chop that. He saw Olam Haza, the physicality, and he went after it. And he took Olam Haza, just Olam Haza. That's what he was all about. He was all about the physicality. Yaakov saw what was in the future, saw what he, what he could have. Olam Haba, being with Rebun Shalom, based in Shalmala. That's what Yaakov saw. And that's what all of us are striving to get to. That Olam Haba is the ultimate goal of all of us. Kol Yisrael Yishlam Chelek Olam Haba. Every Yid has a Chelek in Olam Haba, has a peace in Olam Haba. We're all striving to get there. Olam Haba is not the last resort, says Yaakov to Esav. So when Esav took Olam Haza, he only took Olam Haza. But when Yaakov took Olam Haba, he was taking Olam Haza as a step to get to Olam Haba. Nesiva Shalom comments on the, on the Mishnah from Sanhedrin, the small Mishnah that we say before every Mishnah in Pirkei Avos, Kol Yisrael Yishem Chelek Olam Haba, as I just mentioned. And he said, how, is it, could, how could it be that every Yid has a Chelek to get to Olam Haba? Every, every Yid has a Chelek? Really? A real has, has a Chelek? So he explains that that Chelek is not just given to you. It's Olam Haza. Olam Haza is that chilek to get to Olam Haba. It's your opportunity, it's your ticket to get to Olam Haba. Use your chilek to get to Olam Haba. If you don't use it correctly, you're not going to get there. And if you take your life like Esav, and you see Olam Haza as the last resort, you won't get to Olam Haba, because you won't see it as a chilek for Olam Haba. You'll just see it for Olam Haba. We have to look at Olam Haba like Yaakov. To see that that's the last resort. That's where we're going to. That we have to see this world as a chilek. We can't see this place as a last resort. Olam haza doyma leproizdor, as the Mishnah Pirkei Avu says. And it's a hallway. To get to the ultimate goal of Olam Haba. You don't set up shop in a hallway. You set up, you set up shop in a room, in a dining hall. Olam haba doyma letraklin. Like a dining hall. That's where we want to get to. We have to set up shop there in Olam Haba. That's our goal. We have to be like Yaakov, and we have to see life 
as a whole process to get to Olam Haba. There's a story, I think I might have mentioned it once or twice, but there's a story about a certain country that would always invite certain people to come and randomly crown them king. And one time one person came and he came and he was crowned king. They brought him into the king, into the castle. And he was like, why, why am I king? What are you giving me? To, why are you giving me all of this stuff? Why are you celebrating around me? I'm just a normal person coming to another country. And you're crowning me king? What's going on? And eventually he became, he agreed to them and he was just living the life. And a year later, a year later with all his riches and everything in his castle, they knock on his door, a servant's knock on the door, and they kick him out and they throw him out after a year. And he goes home with nothing. Many years go by, another person comes. And this person goes, and they bring him, they celebrate with him, and he's like, what's going on? I'm not really the king. Yes, you are the king, blah, 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 back and forth. And they bring him into the castle. And he's living his life with all the riches. And he's thinking to himself, this can't be real. This can't be it. I can't, I, this, this can't, why am I a king? What's going on here? He, he deeply thought and he said, you know what, I'm going to save all of my riches right now. I'm going to send all of my riches to my homeland. I'm going to build castles in my homeland. I'm going to send everything home so that when I have to go home, I'll still have all the riches. So he began sending all of his riches home, all of his, building castles at home, building tons and tons of things at home so that when eventually he got the knock, he was ready to go. And that day came. The servants knocked at his door and said, get out of here. He's like, okay, take me. And he goes on the boat, he goes home, and he has all of, this, all of the riches, all of the castles, all of the houses, all of the money in the world, because he sent it to the place that he knew that he was going. He didn't live in that space as his last resort. He knew where he was going. He knew that this wasn't the last resort. He, didn't kn- he knew that that castle, that kingship, wasn't the real deal, wasn't the last resort. So he sent all of his riches, all that he could take and give and put away for the next world, his home. What's the nimshal of this story? That the, king, the castle is Olam Haza. His home was Olam Haba. He was saving and putting all of his stuff away from Olam Haba. He was using his time in the castle to save everything that he has for Olam Haba. That's what we should be doing in this world. Doing every mitzvah, as Mirta Meliahu says, Revelio Dessler says, Schar mitzvah mitzvah, that every mitzvah you do in this world leads to the next mitzvah. Your schar of one mitzvah is another mitzvah. And all those mitzvahs are building up your Olam Haba. They're building up your Olam Haba. They're building another brick on your house in Olam Haba. That's what we have to look at it as. That's what we have to look at our life, is that we're building up our Olam Haba every step of the way, every mitzvah of the way. And that is what Yaakov Avinu is teaching us here. That is what he was teaching Esav. He was telling Esav, I'm taking Olam Haba, but that doesn't come, out, come without Olam Haza, the chilek of Olam Haza. I'm understanding Olam Haza is a chilek. It's not the last resort, but it's a chilek. It's a piece in order to get to Olam Haba. It's something that gets you to the next step. It's not the last step. And that's what Esav thought. And that's why Esav was not the chosen child. He was not... He did not live up to what he was supposed to be. Because he saw Olam Haza as the last resort. 
we have to see the goal. We have to see the goal in sight. We have to see Olam Haba. We have to see this world as a means to get to Olam Haba. And Amir Tashem, if we see it that way, all of us will experience an incredible simcha in our lives and understand that every mitzvah is building up our Olam Haba, have an incredible, incredible Shabbos.